ain't nobody watching. I feel it fade. I just fade away. Fade away. What's up, everybody out there in podcast land? Welcome. We back. We back. It's the Drew and Dan show and coming at you live from Drew and Dan Studios. As always, this podcast is brought to you by the Breakfast Burrito at Expatriate. So good. I've probably had a dozen since our last pod. Yeah, maybe two dozen. Maybe two. It's incredible. Yeah. Best breakfast burrito in the state. Amazing. In the world. Shrimp, soft scrambled eggs. Amazing. Delectable. Uh, this podcast is also brought to you by our friend Chance the Rapper, who we will be hanging out with tonight. Uh, Chance, shout out to you. Yeah, uh, well, welcome to PDX. We know you listen to the pod. We, we've we been in talks. You're going to sample some of our vocals for your next um, album. And uh, so, yeah, we'll talk about it tonight, though. Yeah. Uh, guys, it feels so good to be back. It's good to be back. The NBA season is off with a bang. Wow. For Drew, some for some teams, it's it's been uh, a little more shocking re-entry than others. Let's just say Drew and I each have a team that we love. One of our teams is undefeated. The other is uh, winless. <laughs> so uh, I will let you fill in the blanks on which team is which. The Golden State Warriors are winless. <laughs> The Los Angeles Lakers are undefeated. My my heart is broken. My heart my, is full. My my spirit is broken. My life has no joy. It has no meaning. Well, no purpose. Well, I, Drew, you might want. <laughs> you have like a newborn son or oh, something. Yeah. Uh, um, no, I'm kidding. Uh, everyone, um, it's been one game. The Warriors lost, and uh, we'll just spend like a minute talking about uh, doing a summary yeah, of, of our we'll, teams. We'll probably for the NBA season. Hopefully, we'll do a pod a week if something crazy happens maybe more than that and drew and i were talking we drew obviously loves the golden state warriors i love the lakers we could easily do a podcast on each team and have it be an hour long but we will spare you that so we're thinking that at the beginning of every pod we'll do a quick two minute check-in on our respective teams so drew um your your team perhaps had the most shocking opening. Yeah. I don't think I don't think it was shocking that they lost. That we we both said yeah, it's perfectly plausible that they would lose, but it's the yeah. manner in which they lost by <laughs> yeah. twenty nine points. So, dude, go for it. You wow. got two minutes. Uh, so so much to say in in two minutes. Um, let's just start by saying um, it's really hard to beat a team when you know you struggle uh you're struggling and the team you're playing just defends uh plays incredible defense and doesn't miss so the spurs were an absolute buzzsaw um they just came out and and just whooped the warriors early you know great guard play Kawhi looked like an mvp he was an mvp form in game one i also watched the spurs second game and he just looked just as good Mm -hmm. he's just he's on another level this year he's playing out of his mind um you know, and yeah, the Spurs were really, really well coached as normal. But the funny, so the contrast to that was Steve Kerr looked a little bit out of his element. Mm. Steve, Steve Kerr looked like with uh, the new look Warriors, with the bench completely different from last year, with KD in the mix, without Bogut, without Barnes in the starting lineup. Um, he looked like he just didn't know what the right rotations were, both to stop 
the Spurs and uh, to get some sort of offensive rhythm going. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think the world was pretty shocked that the Warriors, with, you know, being the, quote, super team that they are, got absolutely thumped. Um, but if you remember, Dan, we called this three months ago on the Drew and Dan show when, mm-hmm. when KD came in and we did the emergency pod uh, on that morning. You know, there was that, that we, we brought up the fact that Boga is an essential part of the Warriors, uh, both a, as a rim protector, as a rebounder, and setting those just bone-crushing screens on the outside. Do you remember last year when everybody just cried about, oh, the Warriors set moving screens, right, moving screens, mm-hmm. and because and, they don't understand the rule, like that just shows they don't know what the, the screen rule is in the NBA, how you actually can move in the direction uh, of the defensive player, but no one knows that. Um, so anyway... Uh, yeah, he was like the primary screen setter, you know, yeah. in, that, in that pick and roll offense. They didn't have that going for them at all. Zaza Pachulia was a defensive liability, could not move his feet. So I think the Warriors have, have to, you know, everyone's like, it's one game. They'll figure it out. It's one game. That's true, but they're actually going to, I think, need to add a player. And yeah. you know, Interesting. I don't think it's JaVale, you know. Um, I don't think JaVale's smart enough. So, yeah, we'll see are going to figure out their offense like that won't be a problem um clay struggled from the floor um you know steph looked okay kd looked okay draymond you know filled up his stat line normally so i think offensively they'll they will figure that out but i think the problem will be defensively um they're going to need to make some actual personnel changes even though it's been one game i don't know just if, let me put it this way. They're going to beat teams, but to beat the Spurs, which ultimately, you know, to get to the finals, you're going to have to do. Well, the defense wins championships, yeah, right? Exactly. Like, they could cruise. They could still, I still believe they could beat their record from last year, just regular season. But, dude, once the playoffs start, if you don't have defense. Right. So, so, you know, Steph was always able to kind of let his uh, let his guy – he could cheat a little bit on his guy defensively, right? Mm-hmm. Steph could go for those steals. He got a lot of steals last year. He could cheat because he knew if a guy got by him, Bogut was there at the rim, you know. And yeah. so Steph could actually leak out. And their offense uh, really was really based on Bogut as that rim protector, defender, rebounder, and these guards, you know, leaking out and – transition offense so good defense leads to good offense uh right now they don't have good defense and i think that's one of the reasons their offense suffered uh in game one not to take anything away from the spurs who looked just in championship form absolute crushing um so they're gonna be they're gonna be a problem um the spurs i said on this pod i don't know if it was the last one or one before pal gasol was such an amazing pickup for the spurs man yeah they're they're big men are so smart yeah uh yeah They'll and Manny Ginobili off the bench, just KG Ginobili. veteran moves. He hit buckets. Jonathan Simmons, dude. dude. Simmons is a great story. I yeah. heard. I don't know if this is true, but I heard he was a junior college football player who went to an open oh. D League tryout. Dude, I don't know about that. Was such a great athlete. He made the just D League team, played himself into NBA shape, and yeah. now plays for the Spurs. Significant contributor against the Warriors just on defense, on offense. Freak. Dude, he pinned Steph on the glass on a breakaway layup. Yeah. He posterized McGee. And I mean, yeah. I don't mean like McGee was late rotating over. He, like McGee was there, went straight up, and just got absolute yeah. yammed on. Yeah. It was unbelievable. Great dunk of the year, opening night. Dan, last thing on the Warriors. Yeah. Because everyone's just like kind of in total freak out mode. Like everyone loved to see the Warriors go down. My Twitter timeline was lit at Drew Martin. You everyone, of anyone in particular? everyone loved Drew, you got someone in to mind? see the Warriors go down. Everyone's tweeting at me, giving me crap. But you know what? I didn't tweet at you, bro. You know what? What? 
as a Warriors fan, uh, as and I mean a Warriors fan, right? Uh, you know, everyone thinks, oh, Warriors fans are all bandwagon. You know what? Shut up. Uh, as those of us who lived through the Todd Fuller draft, those of us who know who Cliff Rozier is, those of us who, you know, watched the Warriors through the late 80s, early 90s, and just, you know, just were ride and die at Golden State. Yeah. Uh, with what the Warriors have accomplished the last two, three years and how fun they've been, anything else is just gravy. Yeah. So, yeah, we've added a super team. The world loved to see us lose. It's it's cool. We're great. We got a ring a couple of years ago. We set some records. We're going to be in the mix every year, um, and it's going to be a fun ride. So, you know, hate on. That's all I got to say. Cool. Keep it's... hating, world. We ready. So, Drew, just like I figured, you went about eight minutes on that. No, that's fine. Not true. <laughs> uh, Give me eight minutes on the Lakers. I think we all, all want to well, hear. Final question about the Warriors. And I guess you sort of answered this. Are you – well, did you – I can't remember last time. Did you favor them to win the championship? Uh, yeah, I think I favored them to win the championship with, you know, obviously, you know, with the big question marks we talked about. Yeah. Uh, I will say, as is, right, no changes. I'm going to – I'll say the Spurs are going to win the title this year. Okay. After one game. Okay. Well, two games for the Spurs. I'm going to say the Spurs win the title with no – if the Warriors make some adjustments and if they can add um, a really strong defensive five um, – uh, you know, I'll, I'll throw it back in their court as, okay. as there's there's to lose. But right now, just based on what the Spurs showed me, um, they're, they're they're incredible. Okay, cool. And they're hungry. That's the other thing. They are hungry. They are, and they're younger. Yeah. Um. All right, Warriors. Now I finally get to talk some Lakers. Yeah. The you, you Lakers. Were, here's the cool thing, Dan. Dan flew to L.A. Dan hopped on a plane Oops. and went to opening night. You know, I, I thought about going to opening night in Oakland. I decided to catch the Warriors in a couple of days in Portland. Um, but Dan, diehard Lakers fan, opening night, great, great trip with your dad. Mm-hmm. Went down to L.A. A couple of couple of Lakers fans, father son trip. Uh, how was it? First of all, dude, I gotta say, Drew, I've been to dozens of Lakers games in my time both in Portland and LA um, other cities and I I've seen almost every era well that I've been alive for of Lakers basketball um, yeah Shaq Kobe uh, Powell Bynum and then Kobe's farewell tour right uh, that was the funnest Lakers game I've ever been to wow it was like this weight was like and I love Kobe but with with him gone with Byron Scott gone the whole crowd was just like super into yeah. it the team looked like they were having a blast mm-hmm. Luke Walton uh, was high-fiving all the dudes so just being there is amazing yeah. uh, even if they would have lost which I'll get to the game in a second and still would have been a blast it was just great to see the Lakers have fun again yeah. D'Angelo Russell Clarkson Randall were just charged up, Luol Deng. Uh, so it's just a great environment. The body language, they passed the body language test. They were having a blast. Luke Walton's game plan was so cool. They started off really like disciplined running sets, and then he he just let them let it fly. D'Angelo had four threes. Clarkson was making threes. Randall had a th- like they were just letting it fly. Yeah. It was awesome, uh, dude. The game itself, it's hard for me to admit this, but. Uh, in all the Lakers games I've ever ever seen live, this was the first Lakers win I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I went in fully. I, I went in already accepting that they would lose. Right. And the fact that they won, the place was just going nuts. Yeah. Um, and everyone likes to see Houston lose. Oh, dude, Harden. Was oh the crowd gosh. in Harden? The the crowd the entire yeah. game, like it was it was rough. Yeah. I, 
I heard a lot of things just in my section I can't repeat on this pod and probably ever <laughs> about Harden. But, yeah. um, but dude, uh, a couple just basketball things I noticed. Um, like the Lakers, uh, I'm a realist. Like they're not going to make the playoffs this year or anything. Right. But next year, year after, they're going to be a squad. Yeah. Ingram played like 15 minutes and he didn't put up big numbers, but um, they had him running the point a little bit. Wow. And it was awesome. Great, great passer, great court vision. Uh, Clarkson had a killer game. Randall was the dude. Um, he was just stat sheet stuff where I think he had like 18, 8 and 8 or yeah. 8 and 7 or something Let's like that. Let's hope he stays healthy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Knock on wood. Uh, and then the so it was cool to see these young guys just having a blast. Yeah. All those dudes are under 21, by the way. Wow. Uh, and then you have old dudes like Luol Deng and Mozgov who just also seem like they're having a blast. And yeah, free Mozgov. That's, yeah, all, free, that's all it took. Dude, yeah, all you got to do is pay him $64 million to come to your team for a couple of years. Yeah. Uh, so I was very, very impressed with what I saw. Um, I don't expect it to go like this the whole year, but... Uh, man, I think that chemistry. I mean, you know, from the Warriors mm-hmm. when they won the championship, like yeah. obviously they have the the best player in the league on their team at the time, and maybe still. But the chemistry chemistry is what got them through, right? Yeah. And I saw I saw chemistry in this game. Um, but the game itself, Houston. I was even though I hate Harden, I was excited to see him because dude just puts up huge numbers. He had nine assists in the first quarter, uh, fourteen in the first half. Really? I'm not kidding. Did you see that? No. You can look it up. Nine assists in the first quarter. I I believe you. That's amazing. He tied. I think I read something. He tied for most assists in a quarter of all time. Wow. Ended with 17 assists, 30 high 30s in the points. I can't remember what. Um, So almost a triple-double with those crazy numbers. Their team lost by six. Um, It was just an offensive. The entire game until the last four minutes, there was just no defense played at all. It was like laughable, both teams. But then something crazy happened. The last three minutes, the Lakers, I don't know if it's because they're they're young and and weren't out of gas. They played lockdown defense, man. In the last (laughs) three minutes, the Rockets only scored one basket. And it was off of a super weird Nene bank shot from the free throw line. Wow. Uh, anyways, so so when it mattered, they they put the game on ice. Yeah, wow. all that to say, I it was amazing being there. It was amazing seeing a Lakers win. But dude, I'm just stoked for this young Lakers team. I think they yeah. have something special. I think uh, I think these guys playing together, building chemistry. Uh, I think it will become a free agent destination once again. Yeah, but um, well, the NBA we'll the NBA needs the Lakers to be good again. Mm-hmm. They need, like it's good for the NBA yeah. to have a team that everyone can hate. Uh, that's not the Warriors. And I'm cool with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, no, you know, it's it would be good for the NBA to have uh, Boston as, as a t- top contender, L.A. as a top contender, kind of a throwback yeah. to that era where, you know, Celtics-Lakers were just battling every year. I think that would be so fun to have again. Yeah. Um, and you throw a few other really good teams in the mix. Um you know, uh, that's awesome for the NBA. Yeah. Anyways, that's all I have. Uh, I was very, very pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Um, check out my Twitter. Uh, I got a good video of Rambus guy who's the face of the new Lakers <laughs> era. That dude was amazing. I was laughing so hard. That's at Deo Tree. Yeah, at Deo Tree. Uh, so, uh, Dan, I was thinking the Lakers were just w- with this young crew. We're thinking about tanking again for a, for a pick, but it looks like they're going to go out and squabble every night. I think so. They're going to they're going to try and do they're trying to go for whatever they're going for. I love it. And Dude, then I'd rather I, I get the whole tanking thing. I I don't really have a problem with it unless it's like 
I don't know. I mean, yeah. I mean, Sixers fans in their first game this year, uh, they were chanting "Trust the process." It's right. pretty awesome. Yeah. Like, if you're I, as a Lakers fan, I don't have a problem with tanking, but uh, man, I just think at some point you play hard. You have a young core that clearly loves yeah. playing together. You have a young coach that the fan base adores, yeah. and uh, you're a free agent, and you're you're thinking, man, I can add something to this team. Mm-hmm. Um, they're young. They they won't run out of gas as quickly. I, I won't have to go as hard. Um, so I think I think that's where the Lakers are right now. It's becoming a destination instead of. Yeah, and you know, there's a few teams like you mentioned the Sixers that have had all these top draft picks. They've assembled the, these these young core of talent. The mm-hmm. Lakers have a young core of talent. The Timberwolves have a young core yeah. of talent. We see all these squads um, that you know they're not in, in the mix at the end of the year right now. But, you know, we've got to think in two, three years, you know, yeah. maybe even next year for some of these teams, uh, they're going to be serious contenders, right? Yeah. Well, that's what's crazy to think about, man. Like, LeBron, LeBron is a freak. He's so good. Uh, like, that whole era, in the same way we saw, like, I mean, retirement for those guys are, yeah. like, six years away probably or seven years. But, but they're, over, they're really over the peak of their, yeah. of their best We're going to see a steady They're still decline. dominant. They're still the best, but yeah. they're over the peak. Uh-huh. Yeah. LeBron, CP3, Dwayne Wade, Carmelo. Next right. three years or so, they're not going to be the dudes anymore. No. So it's crazy to think about uh, you got guys like Towns, Wiggins, uh, Russell, Ben Simmons maybe. Embiid had a killer game. Yeah, so, I know. It's amazing. Dude, this whole, this whole younger generation of players. Davis, dude. Oh, okay. Do we need uh, to yeah. talk about that for a second? Yeah, who drops 50 on opening night? Dude, and My dad know. picked him up in his fantasy team, and he's winning <laughs> 9-0 right now. That, that's interesting, uh, Dan. Two thoughts. One, yeah. um, you know, playing fantasy this year. I'm not playing fantasy this year. I got a little too deep in my baseball squad last year. I okay. need to detox a little bit. Um, but just looking at the numbers from the first, what, three nights of basketball, uh, I don't know if defense is just out the window across the board, but there are guys putting up serious numbers Dude. in every single game. And it's it's, it's all exciting, the it's man. a lot of the usual suspects, right? Yeah. You know, we're seeing Boogie Cousins go out and ball. Boogie, we're seeing Damien's had some killer Damien games. had a huge game. Yeah. DeRozan dropped 40. Oh, Harden, Harden, Harden got buckets. Westbrook. You know, Westbrook got buckets. Everyone, you, everyone you'd think would get buckets got buckets. Um you know, so just a huge few nights in the yeah. NBA, and uh, I mean, Paul Millsap got buckets. I'm just yeah. just looking Miles at Turner, dude, my yeah. dude, Joe Johnson. I so I'm in a 14 person league. Shout out if you're listening to the pod and you're in my league. I hope you lose and I hope I win. Uh, <laughs> I <laughs> it's so deep that by like the eighth round, I just auto drafted and I got Joe Johnson with my second to last pick. Uh, yeah. dude, dude dropped 29 in his debut. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, anyways, I would say my second thought would be, um, you know, we, you know, we live, Dan and I, we live in the same, the same address. We, this is great. We are housemates. Uh, we have NBA League Pass. Um, and so given the fact that there's all these, uh, under the radar teams that aren't necessarily on TNT every night, um, who, who would you want to watch since we can watch just about every game yeah. uh, between TNT, NBA TV and league pass, uh, what are kind of like the, your go-to, like, yeah. I want to watch this, this young team like, you, under the radar squad. Let's pick like three each. How about and So, yeah. so the not Lakers, not Warriors, not Cavs. Cause those right, are like, yeah. the, okay. Well, I mean the Lakers, you could your squad because they're probably not going to be on TNT at all. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, Lakers for sure. Yeah. Just because they're my sure. team. But they're also a fun team. Yeah. Um, dude, I, I've told you this. People think I'm crazy. 
I'm just like so intrigued by the Bulls, man. Yeah. I love part of it's I love Rondo, but yeah. I think that I think that tandem, if they could figure it out, and they beat Boston, by the way, in yeah. the first game, which is a tough, a tough team. I hate to admit it, but Rondo sort of looks like he's going to work out there, which didn't make yeah. any sense at the time. No. What's well, great? I, I think so many Rondo, guards. They're so guard heavy. Yeah. And no one can shoot on that team besides McBuckets. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the Bulls I'm super intrigued by. Timberwolves, of course, just because Towns is something special. Yeah, right. Wiggins, um, I think he just keeps getting better, man. Uh, yeah. He's so we'll see how that develops. But, yeah. uh, but Timberwolves, because Thibodeau is such a great coach, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm interested to see like what what ends up happening with their defense. Absolutely. Uh, my other team, just pretty much because of one player, is Milwaukee because of the Greek freak man. Yeah. That dude's so crazy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just an interesting year. Right. I, there's a lot of exciting teams to watch. Uh, it, it, it's almost funny, like the teams that I. Like I'm certainly, I'll certainly watch the Warriors or certainly watch the Cavs, but I think it's it's almost more boring to watch those teams because yeah. we know like it's just harder to be surprised by things that yeah. they'll do, uh, which is why actually the opening night game with the Warriors was so surprising because yeah. it got slaughtered. Uh, what about you? You know I'm gonna obviously watch every Warriors game. Yeah. I'm gonna watch every Spurs game that I can because yeah. I think there's something special right now. Kawhi. Yeah, I, you know Kawhi's to me much watch must watch TV. You got to watch Kawhi right now. You do. I mean, it's kind of like Steph, you know, the last couple years where it's like you, if you don't watch Steph, you're going to miss something special. Um, But I think Kawhi might be entering that zone right now. When has there ever been, uh, sorry to cut you off, when has there ever been a player more fun to watch on defense than Kawhi? (laughs) The same way, I mean, that's a great comparison. Steph, last year, once he crossed half court, you're like, dude, what's he going to do? Is he going to bomb it? Yeah. Now anybody Kawhi's guarding, you're just like, you feel sorry for. Yeah, and he's so smart on offense. Yeah. And he plays so hard. He's... And he has no ego whatsoever. Uh-huh. He's, he, you know, he's not about, he's not, yeah, anyway. He just doesn't talk. Yeah, he's just a, just a dude, just an silent assassin. So, uh, yeah, Warriors Spurs are, my, are, are the teams I, I want to watch. Under the radar squads on, on the league pass. Um, uh, so, obviously, Minnesota. Yeah, uh, for you know all the reasons we know, um, and I actually want to watch OKC. Okay, I'm yeah. super intrigued by by Westbrook just going into you know the Westbrook revenge tour or uh-huh. you know whatever you want to call it. Maybe it's more media hype than anything else, but I think deep down, <laughs> I think Dude, I think Russ just he's a little tight. I think he burns hot, and yeah. uh, I'm I'm kind of excited. Uh, I'm excited to just to watch what happens, and then. Um, you know, after that, um, yeah, it's just kind of, it's, it's kind of all over the map. Those are the, the, the teams I definitely want to see. Yeah. And then the other ones are, they're a little bit more bigger market teams, I guess. They're yeah, not that, yeah. not that small. Like, you know, I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm about Boston. I want to see kind of what they can do, um, in the East. And, um, That's what's interesting is there's teams like Boston who I'm super into, but yeah. I don't think they're a particularly fun team to watch. Right. I'll be really interested to watch them in the playoffs, but yeah. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, well, like Isaiah Thomas, I like watching the way he plays. Yeah. And then uh, Boston has that rookie from Cal. Um, Jalen Brown. Yeah, he is. 
Dude. Yeah, I'm, he has been doing. I thought he was going to be this tweener that would struggle to find a spot, but yeah. he's actually super fun to watch. Jay um, Crowder is awesome. They got Marcus Smart, who I love. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of really interesting, um, just kind of things out there. The Sixers, I think, are going to be just uh, the kind of like the Lakers of the West Coast. The Sixers, right? If Embiid is healthy, uh, look, I'm just going to go all in on them. I want to watch the Sixers. Okay. Um, Even without Simmons. When he comes back, it's going to be an interesting squad. But Embiid is just so interesting. Dude, he had such a swagger in that game, man. Yeah. It was awesome. So they're going to be – that's going to be a fun team, and They're going to be drafting again, you know. Yeah. They're going to be dra- – that team is going to just keep loading up. So, yeah, um, yeah it's going to be – it's going to be fun. All right, here's I, a question for you. Are you ready? Yeah. Wh- what is – this year, what major players do you think will get traded? Just just crazy out of left field, gun to your head. I don't know. You would know more about this than I do because I don't. Sacramento doesn't exist to me. But you got to think, like Demarcus. Yeah. Given how unhappy he is in that city, um, and just in general, mm-hmm. you know, should get dumped for for somebody, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. What 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 are do you, do you have do you have thoughts on that? I think Boogie's definitely a candidate. He just hates Sacramento. They clearly they're just a horribly run team. Yeah. And dude, he's like he's gotten better every year. He's right. probably not even in his prime yet. You got to trade him, man. Yeah. Trade him to You got to. I, I don't even know where. Um like a I would say Boston, but they got Horford. I would say Sixers, but they have like five centers. Yeah. But who knows? Uh, Boogie definitely. Here's one, and maybe it's recency bias. Dude, what if Harden gets traded for just tons of draft picks? Dude, he he had an amazing game. Yeah. Like, you think about all those assists, all those points, and they lost to probably one of the worst teams. Yeah, in the you know, it's interesting, Dan. I don't know if in this era, if GMs are willing to trade high draft picks for yeah. players that might be head cases because we see all these teams, like you said, trust the process, doing this rebuilding plan. You know, there's long-term rebuilding plans. Mm-hmm. You know, just a couple good draft picks away from being, you know, a contender. Um, by the way, back to League Pass teams, Knicks, I'm super down with Porzingis, dude. dude. <laughs> I'm super the down singer. with Porzingis. Um, I just watching his bank shot for real. So that'll be, I think that's awesome. But um, and the Knicks, I think, got to make some moves. You know, I think the Knicks. Yeah. I think the Knicks got to make some moves to compete. So maybe squad. somebody, maybe somebody gets swapped. You know, out, yeah. off that team. Yeah, um, maybe. All right, so we uh, are bringing back on our our by popular demand by popular demand our our normal special guest calling in from the Bay Area. Um, we we're bringing Brandon Cavender back onto the show. Brandon is a friend of the show, a regular guest, con- strong contributor. Um, had you know just great insights on the NBA. Yeah, just a strong man in general. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and Brandon, welcome to the show. Thanks for calling in. Thanks, guys. I was just finishing doing my uh, last, last round of, uh, of, of reps. I don't know if you, you, you heard, but I, I, I did over, over, over <laughs> Yeah, you got, you, got, you got to work those biceps. Yeah. Uh, man, so, Brandon, we only got you for a few minutes. Thanks for calling in. Um, we have just a couple questions for you we were hoping you could help us out with. Um, Absolutely. 
which is essentially what are your bold predictions? Because at the beginning of the summer, you had a couple predictions that like actually came true that were sort of out of left field, especially with like the Zaza signing on Golden State. So, man, I'm interested. There's like we're three days into the NBA season. What are some predictions you have? I think the first one, I don't think it's necessarily a bold prediction, but I think enough people have talked about this. Uh, but from the, the way I've watched them play a bit and the, the, the strong coaching and, and the young talent, I, I think it's it's possible to likely that Minnesota makes the playoffs. Boom. Um, I love it. And, and I think they're going to be one of the most fun teams in, in the league to watch. Absolutely. Um, their talent is awesome. We- I just yeah, we were just talking about that. We both picked them for a uh, NBA League Pass team for us because they're exciting. So that's awesome. Absolutely. I think we agree with you. Absolutely. All right, what else you got? Um, uh, I, I was thinking about players that are the, the first major player to that, that could be traded. And I, I was kind of looking Ooh. at the league. You know, I I know uh, Westbrook just resigned for kind of his his, uh, his two year extension. Um, it's possible that that. Yeah, the Thunder see that as, as value for for assets, but I, I think they, they would like him to stay, and I, I get the sense that he might actually want to stay to the long term too. Yeah. Um, but I was looking around just at kind of major players, and one player that kind of came to mind who's really really good, um, and he's going to be a free agent at the end of this year. Is uh, just in just thinking about his team, uh, the, the Clippers is uh, JJ Redick, and whoa, really he came from. Yeah, uh, you know, the reason he came to mind is is, is for for a couple reasons. Uh, one, um, he, you know, he's he's going to be a free agent at the end of this year. The Clippers just seemingly are just are always trying to find a suitable uh, player to fill in their uh, in their small forward position. And I, they they've tried a lot of different players. I mean, and Paul Pierce just is, is not, you can't really play him at that position. No, no. That's the only reason I might disagree with you, and um, you know, the, obviously the contracting is a, is a is a big is a big deal uh, in your favor. But I watched the Clippers last night, and I, you know, uh, they were in Portland, and the, I would say they pretty much just outclassed and outplayed the Blazers that entire game. And now, you know, if you read Twitter, everyone's crying about the refs, and the refing was bad, but that doesn't change the fact that the Clippers were just a better team, and. I think, like, so much so. I mean, we we earlier on, we talked about the Warriors and the Spurs, um, and the Spurs being, I think, the favorite in the West right now. Um, that's my opinion. But the Clippers, I think, could contend for a title right now if they're healthy. And so the question for me is, do they want to mess with that? Because J.J. Redick is a hugely important part of that offense. And like you said, a very, very good player. Just 
that guy who stretches the floor, if you leave him open, and he's really improved his mid-range game. So, he, I mean, he was banging from everywhere last night. So, uh, it's like, do they want to mess with that if they're on the, on the verge of, uh, of contending for a title? Because if they're healthy, I think they're contending for a title this year. Yeah, and that's... Yeah, I, I, I agree. Yeah, that, that, and, and that's kind of the, the question you're going to have to ask because this is really going to be a make-or-break uh, year for them. You know, it, uh, with you know, Chris Paul's getting getting up there, uh, I, I don't know exactly when Griffin's contract is up, but I think it might be, be soon. And, I think it's next summer. But, but yeah, so they're, they're going to really have to ask some hard questions about about the, the, the makeup of this team. Um, they really don't have a lot of cap flexibility with the way that their, their salaries are distributed right now, so... You know, that, that was you're gonna have to lose somebody if you want to try and shore up some other other positions um, yeah. on the team. But, yeah, no, that's true. But I think like this, if they're healthy, I think they could win it this year with their squad healthy. And you're right, CP3. He, we talked about players over the, just over their peak. He's over it. Yeah, Blake Griffin is the best player on that team. Uh, the Blazers could the Blazers could not stop him last night. Yeah. But just to show you how bad defensively the Blazers are, Austin Rivers came off the bench and it was just getting buckets, like getting to the rim and yeah. scoring. Which is show, Austin Rivers should not be getting buckets on anybody. Uh, but he was lighting he, fools he up. Give him, give him some credit. <laughs> All right, Brandon. One more hot take. Take. That was a good um, one. What's that? I said that was a great one. Okay, okay, Brandon, give us a give us not a hot take, but give us your take on the West. Who comes out of the West uh, yeah, this year? Yeah. Who are the top teams and who comes out? Okay, um, I think Golden State come, comes out on top, and I, I think everybody that's freaking out after the first game, uh, I, I think I think Warriors fans should not worry at all. Um, I. I Kind of expected, uh, you know, it to be a bit of an adjustment early on. I think, you know, in watching them play, uh, part of it was an effort problem. I think they're they looked a bit totally kind of just not not connected. <laughs> there was a lot of I, I, there was a lot of uh, weird outlet passes to try and catch you know catch catch somebody uh, in a fast break that just w- went awry. You can't do that against the Spurs. You can't do that against the Spurs. Yeah, can't, you can't do that against the Spurs. They're just having a lack of focus there. Uh, uh, Kawhi Leonard, awesome, by the way. Yeah. I, if, if I yeah. think a, a sneaky a sneaky pick for MVP in watching that game, he he might be somebody. That yeah. Yeah. He's, he's incredible. Um, but I, I I think they'll figure it out after you know the first twenty games or so, and you know I, I think they're going to be awesome. So, so you, Brandon, you think we talked about this earlier? You think Zaza is their answer at at center defensively? Well, I, I think it's going to be more of so that's going to be an adjustment that they're going to have to make. Is that you know, they relied on Bogut a lot for um, both for uh, his, his rim protection, but also his ability to change shots. But what, what you miss, I think, what you miss the most about him defensively is his communication. He's such a good communicator out there. He really architects the defense. And I think what, what the, the, uh, the players on the perimeter are going to have to learn to do is, is just not just kind of trail their, their man, but be able to communicate with each other and know how to kind of force players into particular particular directions. And, uh, you know, the, the, the protection is going to be, be be a challenge. I mean, uh, unless you, you you want to put all your all your eggs in the JaVale McGee basket. No, how dare um, you. Shackton. <laughs> Hey, Brandon, I would say the Warriors don't come out of the West unless they make a change uh, defensively at center. That was, that was my call. Okay, 
We'll see. I hope they. I hope they can. Um, you know, anyone who's just a a big five uh, that can just. I don't have anyone in mind per se, and it's not on their current roster right now, uh, as far as I can tell. They'd have to go out and, and find somebody. Uh, I hear Kevin Garnett's a free agent. <laughs> Look, as long as somebody who can come in and, and defend, that's that's what they need. So anyway, um, that's interesting thoughts, man. Uh, it's gonna be a, I think it's gonna be a wild NBA season. Yeah. And I think it's gonna be super fun. And I think the winner is just basketball fans. Yeah. Uh, I agree. The winner is basketball fans and America. <laughs> Make America great again. And part of Canada. And, yeah, one Canadian city. Uh, Brandon, thanks so much for calling in, man. Next time we'll have you on for longer. Um, we always love hearing your thoughts and hot takes and stuff. Um, be safe down in the Bay. Uh, thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. I'm going to go make myself a, a pour-over coffee uh, for my COVID coffee. I picked up last time I was in Portland. Oh, dude, nice. Dude, All right. enjoy it. It's wonderful. <laughs> All okay. right. Brandon, you're the man. Thanks. See you later, Brandon. You're the man. All right, so, man. I think the one thing we all have in common is it's going to be a great season. Yeah. We're excited. Whether or not it's the Warriors and the Cavs inevitably ending up uh, facing each other again in the finals or just watching all the young teams, young talent yeah. that we're really excited by, it'll be awesome. So um, we'll be checking in about once a week, maybe more, maybe less. Yeah, uh, after next week, I will be uh, on our podcast. I will have seen the Warriors-Blazers game live okay. from the Moda. So that might be might be fun to talk about. Yeah. Um, and a couple weeks after that, I'll be seeing Bulls, uh, Blazers. Nice, I'm excited, very cool. So, uh, yeah, great season ahead. Uh, there's a lot of great talent putting up points, and it's always fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening, as always, to the thousands, the hundreds of thousands. Yeah, everyone out there, agree, disagree, tweet at us. Yeah. Later. I just fade I away. Feel it. Oh.